This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. I needed to cleanse myself after watching it. Like, that's how I felt. If you're triggered by the sound of gunshots, then I don't think you should watch this season because <laughs> it got me every single time. It also, this might be trivial for you, but they cursed so much. Like, at one point, all I could think about was effing bastard in Korean because they said it so often. It's so funny. DP1, all the main characters were guys. It was after they introduced her. I was like, oh, shoot, I realized that. There was no like prominent female character in the first one. Choi Hyunwook was in this case. Y'all know my weak hero fangirl heart was happy to see him. It's so interesting because Bumsuk, Bumsuk, what is his name? Oh my gosh, what is his name? He has a very like, um, Hong Kyung. Hong Kyung was also in the first season. Well, I shouldn't say also, but Hong Kyung was in the first season. And then Choi Hyunwook was in this season. And I was just so happy to see him. It was so much. It gave me a migraine. I'm not even like capping guys. It wasn't a slight headache. It was like a pounding migraine. Like what the hell? Actually, after I watched the first one, it was so intense. I was like, I'm never doing this to myself again. But then the end of the first season, obviously they want to hook the viewers so they made sure to do something that would make us want to watch the second season. Yeah, I bit into that. Ugh, I realized how weird I sound. I'm so sorry. I'm going to keep apologizing because it's just so weird. I hope I don't have to redo this episode. The humor wasn't necessary in some parts. And for that reason, I don't think it is as great as the first one. I feel like the first one blew my mind, but then the cases are not bad in this one. I just feel like they were kind of watered down a little bit by the forced humor. I don't know. I feel like we didn't need it. There is a post credit scene, but this made me so confused because I was like, was that his own imagination for the redemption that he needed or did that actually happen? I'm not going to tell you guys what it is because it is a bonus scene and I don't want to take away the excitement from anyone who decides to watch it. But yes, I was definitely confused with that scene because I don't know. Was that real or was that Jun Ho's imagination? This episode was really conflicting for me because I was like do I support him or do I not support him like the parents have every right to be mad because their kids are dead but at the same time they're not thinking about what their kids did that made him do it like I know he was wrong he was wrong for shooting them but they were also wrong for doing what they did and I think what really got on my nerves was the fact that Hi everyone, welcome or welcome back to another episode on this podcast. I'm your host, Jir Chingu, and I'm glad you tuned in. Hi. So on today's episode, I wanted to talk about DP2. As you can tell, I do sound weird. <laughs> I feel like I have to give a disclaimer in every single episode because this might be the first episode that a random person listens to. That's why I keep like repeating the same damn thing. But anyway, I do sound weird. I apologize for that. Um, I have not set to record in a long time, which is crazy. Today is August 31st. I don't remember last time I recorded. But the last time I recorded was definitely an episode on DP1, if I'm not mistaken, which is interesting. So recently I watched DP1. By the time you hear this, you'll definitely hear that because I'm going to put that one out first. 
and I decided to just watch the second season. Actually, the reason I watched the first one was because I wanted to watch the second one. There were a lot of like videos about the cast. Like they went on so many different shows to promote it, especially like the Netflix Swoonies thing that they usually do. And I was really interested in watching because I didn't even know that Son Toku was in it. So he was the reason I watched it. But then y'all know I really like um, Kyo Hwan. What is his name? Ku Kyo Hwan. Yes, I got it right. Yeah, so basically I watched it for some so cool, but I do appreciate the fact that I watched it. I don't remember what I said on the first episode, but my thoughts have not really changed. I think it is an amazing drama. However, it is highly like, what is the word to use? It is not a typical drama. It's so intense and... It deals with like an actual issue that happens, which is like men having to go to the military in Korea. So you cannot watch this mindlessly or like it is not a lightweight drama in any way. And what makes it more intense is the fact that once again, it is realistic, like it actually happens. It's not based on true stories, but it is likely that something similar might happen in real life, if that makes any sense. Sorry, guys, I really sound weird. Um, anyway, so I watched DP2 on August 26th. I watched each episode on 1.25 speed. I wanted to be done with it and I was able to do that. So I watched it in one day. I also did the same thing for the first season. Usually when I braid my hair, that is the time that I have to watch dramas. So I was able to complete both in a day. And like I said, it is so good. I did talk to a korean person and she said like she cannot bring herself to watch any of the seasons because she has a brother who has to go to the military and so like yeah it is really intense guys it is really intense and i don't know why anyone would want to put a number on this drama because we shouldn't be rating it like it is so serious i feel like i don't have the right to rate it when i did go into i was wondering if they shot the entire like drama at once like if they filmed the entire thing because basically even though it's season two of like dp it is just like dp like the key drama is just dp and it has 12 episodes in total but the first season they only put out the first six so the second season is a continuation of the first season so it's literally just a 12 episode drama that they split in half and i think the first one aired in 2020 or 2021 i'm not sure but i know that this one just came out like dp2 was just released recently so that's just a fact <laughs> if you're curious i guess i should give it a disclaimer before we start this episode will not be spoiler free i guess for the first one it doesn't really matter because it came out a long time ago and i'm probably the only one who hasn't watched it but this one is like still fresh or it's recent so like there will be spoilers i will not go into a detailed recap but i will talk about what generally happened in each episode or like what each episode was about it's fairly short uh, i did watch this a week ago almost a week ago actually i watched it on sunday so it's thursday <laughs> it's not that far apart but the point is if i do mess up anything then forgive me i will go off of the notes that i made so i'll try to only tell you guys accurate stuff but yeah don't be alarmed if i mix up anything and also, uh, like I said, it is not spoiler free. I do sound weird. I'm sorry for these two things. Actually, I'm also sorry if it is allowed in the background. Oh my gosh, I sound so weird. I sound so weird. Should I just take this out? 
I think I should. I can't do this. Okay, I'm going to take it out. Anyway, okay, I shouldn't sound weird anymore. <laughs> you know, I never know if there's a difference. Because, like, when I'm editing, I think I'm so, like, used to hearing what I sound like when I sound weird that I don't even tell the difference anymore. Anyway, so... I guess I will call each episode like episode 7, 8, 9, all the way to 12 because it is a continuation. I will read the plot synopsis for you guys actually before we get into that. Here is the plot synopsis by the Asian Wiki staff of DP2. Once again, it is a 2023 K-drama. It is the second part of DP1 and DP1 was released when? I don't know. In 2021, okay. And this is released in 2023. It is based on a webtoon. Wow. Or a webcomic. It says webcomic. I don't know if those are the same thing, like a webtoon and a webcomic, because I don't read any, but yeah. Anyway, here's the plot synopsis by the Asian Wiki staff. It says, Anjuno, played by Jung Hyeyeon, and Han Ho Yeol, played by Koo Kyo Hwan, attempt to recover from the traumatic events surrounding the capture of Private Cho Sokbong. <laughs> His name is so hard to pronounce. Played by Cho Hyun Chol, in their own ways. They continue their service in the DP team that attempts to capture military deserters. Meanwhile, Sergeant Park Bomgu, played by Kim Sung Kyun, feels pressure from higher ups to cover up recent events. A mass shooting takes place in the military after a soldier was mercilessly bullied. I love the fact that they use the word mercilessly. Mercilessly. That sounds so weird. Why is it that every time I'm recording, I have to search up how to pronounce a certain word? But anyway, they're just saying like he was bullied and it was really extreme. Because when you watch, you're going to see like they try to turn it around and make him look like a criminal. And no one talked about the fact that he used to get bullied and like he had asthma, guys. But they would like spray him with insecticides and it would call him like derogatory terms for how he looks physically and stuff. It was just like it was crazy. I'm telling you, this drama is not for the week. If you don't like intense stuff, do not watch it. I don't know how I watched it, guys. I really don't know how I watched it. I had to look away from the screen multiple times, especially with the case that it started from, especially with the mass shooting case, because they kind of showed it. But what I love is like the way that they showed it was someone was talking and they were kind of like, um, reporting on television i don't know if it was on tv but there were a lot of reporters and she actually gave a disclaimer saying like they're about to show something really graphic so i love that they did that for me because like y'all know i can't see gory things anyway so episode seven is basically about covering up the previous case so bung's case if i'm not mistaken and then episode eight was about ruri who was bullied and he is the one who mass shot a lot of them uh, i didn't know how to feel about this one because even though nothing can justify violence i think they pushed him to it i don't want to say he was justified because he wasn't but like they made him do it obviously once again that is not an excuse for killing people but just like his mom said like they pushed him to it and this episode was really conflicting for me because i was like do i support him or do i not support him and like when the mom was getting hate like the parents have every right to be mad because their kids are dead but at the same time they're not thinking about what their kids did that made 
him do it like i even want to call ruby the victim in this case even though he did kill people i know he was wrong he was wrong for shooting them but they were also wrong for doing what they did and i think what really got on my nerves was the fact that no one was talking about what they did to him to make him like shoot them everyone was just talking about the fact that he shot them like it made me so mad so yes it was too violent for me and i actually contemplated not watching it anymore was that good english like there was a point i was like i don't know if i want to keep watching because they made him a monster and like bro it showed what the media can do because they were trying to make him look like a bad person and also the media saved his life because i'm trying not to give away too much because i know it is recent but sorry guys i'm just gonna talk about it i love that hoyal tried to use the media because he knew if he was recording then they can't like kill ruri so that was very good and also in episode eight we had a new female character that was introduced which is good because like i just realized that dp1 all the main characters were guys like there was no lady at all and i love her character because she played um son soku's ex-wife or his wife i think they were still married but they don't have a good relationship i don't know if they ever gave us backstory about why they don't but at the end they work together which is so like wholesome and then episode nine this case was about the gay character and i knew it was gonna be rough like right from the start however <sighs> i was actually confused at the end and I was like, this might be a spoiler, but uh, this is a spoiler. Sorry, guys. But I'm confused. Like, so did he die? And also the scene of him apologizing. Was that real or was that what Huyol imagined? Because this case is actually connected to Huyol's backstory. I'm like, hmm, okay. I don't understand what they were trying to do. I don't know if they're trying to imply that he jumped over. But then it's like they said the body was found. So I'm like... That means that Hoyo and Junho never got to him on time. Anyway, the 10th episode, this one was like, <sighs> I don't even know. This was not the typical DP case and I was somewhat confused about it. But this case was really intense. It also, Choi Hyunwook was in this case. Y'all know my weak hero fangirl heart was happy to see him. But yeah, so the 10th case or the case in episode 10, I didn't really understand it, but it is really intense. And this case was what led up to the explosion case. So this case kind of dragged throughout up until the end of like DP. So it is pretty important. It is basically the case that started their fight for justice. They suffer a lot because they were set up and it was kind of like to threaten them not to even start any righteous plans that they have. And what we thought was the truth was not the truth. So yeah, this case was pretty intense. It was actually really good. And then episode 11 is basically Jinho trying to expose everything with the evidence that he has. Oh my gosh, he got beat up really bad in Kogyam Pyo. Y'all know he wasn't the first season, but he was only in a few episodes so he made another appearance in this episode something you should know is if you were triggered by the sound of gunshots then i don't think you should watch this season because <laughs> it got me every single time every time they would like shoot i would like flinch because i was like so triggered by it i don't even know why it also this might be trivial for you but for me they cursed so much like at one point all i could think about was effing bastard in korean because they said it so often it's so funny but i'm just like even right now that's all i have in my head 
<laughs> obviously i'm not going to repeat it because i don't want to use profanity but seriously they curse so damn much like i don't know if damn is a curse word a lot of people think it is i don't so i say it but i think that just contradicted the fact that i said i don't want to use profanity anyway i needed to cleanse myself after watching it like that's how i felt besides the migraine that it gave me it was so violent it was so chaotic it was really like dirty in a sense but not like sexually dirty it made me feel sick so i shouldn't say dirty i don't know the right word to use but it made me feel sick and i needed to cleanse myself before i go on i wanted to actually merge this episode with the part one but i don't think i'm gonna do that because this episode is quite long and it'll give me more time to edit so yeah i think i'll make them two separate episodes but i'll try to put them back to back so if i put part one on the 10th then i'll put part two on the 20th um and yes so the last episode is episode 12 and this has like the court trial case and everything leading up to it a scene that i appreciated in this episode was when son soku's character was like talking on the witness stand he said a lot of profound things and i was just like dang anyway that's it so that basically wraps up what they showed us in the second season this definitely had a realistic conclusion there's nothing like happy about it or like there's no fantasy it's just like real it's so real and i think that's what i appreciate about it once again if you cannot handle do not watch i don't even know what to compare it to in terms of the level of intensity but i'm just gonna say it is not a lightweight drama whatsoever it deals with real issues so you cannot watch this and think like like it'll make you think a lot so don't go into it if you know you cannot handle it Anyway, that's all I wanted to talk about. Like I said, I'm not going to rate it, but I am glad that I watched it. It is an amazing drama. It is really good. I am going to do the outro, and I think I have a few updates to let you guys know. Um, anyway, thank you so much, guys, for tuning in. I'm so glad that you did. If you like content like this, and if you don't mind, please check out previous episodes and come back for more and new content. Alrighty, guys, annyeong. This case was about the gay character, and I knew it was going to be rough. Like right from the start however actually i don't want to comment on this case because this actually exists but like (sighs) i feel like this was a token case because they didn't really emphasize it but then they also emphasized it at the same time so i don't i don't know i don't know how i felt about this case but i was actually confused at the end and i was like this might be a spoiler but Uh, this is a spoiler sorry guys but i'm confused like so did he die and also the scene of him apologizing was that real or was that what hoyo imagined because this case is actually connected to hoyo's case actually never mind never mind i think i take it back i don't think this case was a token case because now that i'm seeing it's actually connected to hoyo's backstory i'm like hmm okay Never mind, it's not a token case, but yes, I was confused at the end. I don't understand what they were trying to do. I don't know if they're trying to imply that he jumped over, but then it's like they said the body was found. So I'm like, that means that Hoyo and Junho never got to him on time. Anyway, I don't want this episode to be that long. I need to be done recording in less than 12 minutes, so I'm going to try to hurry this up uh the 10th episode um anyway 
DP2 is so good. Like I said, I don't want to put a number on it, but it is so good, guys. It is so good. However, I feel like the first one blew my mind, but then it was so intense, but I don't think... Uh, I feel like I'm going to get dragged for saying this, but I don't think it was as good as the first one. Or I feel like there were a few cases in the second one that I feel like they just added it just because they wanted to add it like not because I don't know I don't know I just feel like they added it just to satisfy a certain group of people or like there was a lot of um humor some action scenes that were just like funny comical scenes comical comical I can't speak. Anyway, there were a lot of scenes that I was just like, why are they adding? Why are they making this so like humorous when it's really intense? I don't know. It took away from the intensity and not in a good way. Like y'all know sometimes we need comic relief. Like I love dark humor when it's intense, but they just added this like whole, uh, this whole like running scene and like, I don't know. I don't know. Once again, y'all know I do love Ku Kyohan's character. Like... I think he is my favorite character. Even though I went into this for Son Soku, I feel like he is the one who carried the show for me. Because I personally love his character. Like, y'all remember he was also in um, a case on Extraordinary Attorney Wu. And I loved him there. So there's just something about the kind of characters that he plays. And I'm really in love with it. So, yeah. But I feel like the humor wasn't necessary in some parts and for that reason i don't think it is as great as the first one the cases are not bad in this one i just feel like they were kind of watered down a little bit by the forced humor if that makes any sense you might like that type of humor but i don't you know it's the kind of scene where they're chasing the both of them and then like i don't know it's just i don't know i feel like we didn't need it trigger warning i am about to talk I am about to talk about another social issue that might affect you and it deals with like violence and guns. So if you don't want to hear this, you can skip or you can click out. I'm going to go off on a tangent, but I just want to tell you guys. Uh, so one of my favorite books is called 19 Minutes by Jodi Picoult. It, oh my gosh, it is about school shooting, right? I read it like what? I read it like almost six years ago. That's crazy. But that book left an impact on me because it is about a school shooter and we basically see what happens in his life prior to when he goes to shoot up the school i should have given a trigger warning sorry guys i just realized i shouldn't talk about this but anyway so we watch we watch i mean we read his life up until that moment and that book really like it really tried me because like for the entire duration of that book I was on his side. I know it sounds so weird because I'm a person who cannot stand violence. But when you read what they did to him, it's like, I don't want to say it justified what he did. But that was the same feeling I had when I was watching this case because I'm like, I know he was wrong. He was wrong for shooting them, but they were also wrong for doing what they did. And I think what really got on my nerves was the fact that no one was talking about what they did to him to make him like shoot them everyone was just talking about the fact that he shot them like it made me so mad so yes in 19 minutes it is almost the same thing i don't want to spoil it because in case you guys haven't read the book and you want to read it 
but yes i'm just talking about that book because i want to let you guys know that was the same feeling i had so if you've read that book then you understand how i feel so something that made me also watch the second season because actually after i watched the first one it was so intense i was like i'm never doing this to myself again like i didn't want to watch the second season after i saw the first season because it was too much for me to handle but then the end of the first season obviously they want to hook the viewers so they made sure to do something that would make us want to watch the second season yeah i bit into that and i actually watched the second season Ah, i realized how weird i sound i'm so sorry i'm gonna keep apologizing because it's just so weird i hope i don't have to redo this episode I guess I will call each episode like episode 7, 8, 9, all the way to 12. But the way it is like, actually, I don't know how it is listed on Netflix because I know I didn't because I didn't watch it on Netflix. But where I watched it, they listed it as episode 1 to 6 again. But I'm going to call it episode 7 to 12 because it is a continuation. Uh, I will read the plot synopsis for you guys, actually, before we get into that. I can't believe I watched this, guys. Y'all will not believe this, but I had like a migraine after watching this. Like, I'm not even kidding. After I watched this, I lost my appetite and my head started hurting and I was just like, what in the world? But then, because I had, I knew like I had to eat because I had to be out of the house most of the day, the following day. So then I ate and then I went to bed like right after. I usually do not do that. But this was just, it was so much. It gave me a migraine. I'm not even like capping guys. Like it wasn't a slight headache. It was like a pounding migraine. Like what the hell? Private true of private choso of private cho sokbong sokbong. His name is so hard to pronounce. You know what's interesting? I have not completed See You in My 19th Life. At this point, I feel like it shouldn't be taking me this long. I think I only have two episodes left, though. I don't know when I will get it out, but I definitely want to complete it. I think I'm enjoying it more, like, towards the end. Because, actually, I'm waiting for them to reveal the truth. And once they do that, I feel like I'll lose my interest. And I think they know that. That's why they're dragging it all the way to the end. But anyway... I just realized how much I really like Kim Ji-won. Honestly, I feel like she is Loki my favorite actress now. I mean, I still love Han Yeri and, and Choi Seung, but yeah. Kim Ji-won is a fave, and also Five From My Way is so good. Recently, I have been re-watching clips, and I think I want to re-watch the entire thing. But yes, I just realized how good it is. Yesterday, I tried to watch clips of She Was Pretty. Y'all know I don't really fancy that drama. And it was so cringe. It was so cringe. I was like, I don't even, I don't even know how I was able to sit through that. But it wasn't Park Seo Joon's character that was cringe because I think his character and what's wrong with Secretary Kim is more cringe than it is there. But yes, it was just so cringe. I was just like, I cannot. I really cannot. Anyway, uh, so Kang Hanu and Jung So Min acted a movie. I think it's called 30 Days. It's going to be released in October. I am excited for that. I will check it out. Actually, no promises, but I think I will because it's a movie anyway. I told you guys I am a movie person now. Also, if you want content to watch, you can watch MMTG with Han Jimin, Nimin Ki, and Suho. I think they are in a new drama. It is called Behind Your Touch. I don't think I'm going to watch it because I'm not really interested. I mean, I really like the cast. Well, I really like Yumin Ki and Hajun, but I do like Suho too, just not as an actor. Honestly, though, I don't think I've watched him 
in anything else. I don't think I've ever watched them in anything. But the point is, I don't think I will be checking it out. But I did enjoy the episode that they have on MMTG. Also, Solina, Choi, Hyunwook, and Rowan. No, Ryo-un. I don't know how to say his name, but he wasn't 18 again. They are in a new drama. I haven't seen, like, trailers. I think all of them are posting trailers of it. Um, It is called Twinkling Watermelon. That's such a very interesting title. But yes, I do want to check it out actually because of the cast. Obviously, I'm I really like Choi Hyun Wook. Like after a week, hero, wow, he really like did something to me. I do want to check that out. Also, Joan Sung and Han Hyo Ju are in a new drama called Moving, but I think it has to do with superpowers. First of all, they're like couple pairing because it just got loud. Sorry, you guys. First of all, I am intrigued by the couple pairing because they said they are a married couple. And I was like, what? Because I would have never seen that coming. But I do want to watch it for Joe and Sung. Like, y'all remember, I have said multiple times, like, where is that fool? Because I haven't seen him in a long time. I think the last thing I watched of him was, it's okay, that's love. I don't know if he has been in anything else. Well, then that's my fault if I haven't watched them. But yes, I do want to check it out for him. I'm not sure if I will, but for sure. I will check out the movie with Kang Hanul and Jung So Min. And I will also check out the drama. Well, I might check out the drama with Solina and Choi Hyun Wook. Anyway, that's all I wanted to talk about, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I will try to complete seeing my 19th life. I don't know if I'm going to put out content on that first or if you're going to hear this first. But once again... Whenever I record, it's not when, does not reflect when I put it out. So, or I should say, whenever I put it out, does not reflect when I recorded. Anyway, guys, I think that's all I wanted to talk about. Okay, peace.